Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. I am so excited for our guest today. What a freaking icon. I mean, I will say this, though. I could never look that good in that swimsuit. <laughs> never. So welcome, Nicole Egger, to Simply Savage Podcast. We are so happy to have you. Hi. Well, let me tell you something. I was only like 19 years old. So, you know, you definitely have um, father time on your side at that age. <laughs> You know, I think we have this like crazy misconception. Like I look at it and I'm like, I could put that swimsuit on. You try it on. You're like, yeah, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like you said, I'm not 19 anymore. (laughs) No, no, no. Not these days. No, thanks. I love it. So did you think that it was going to be such a big like, oh, my God, worldwide? The whole Baywatch thing? Like, oh, my gosh. No. In fact, I was like, God, you know, this, this would be a really good show if like. They had better storylines and like better dialogue. And then, you know, I was like, oh, well, people just love it. I guess I was on the wrong page. Yeah, not at all. I really that that was kind of surprising. But then, you know, looking at it in hindsight, it's like it was such a weird time. And I think people really needed like the escapism. You Uh, know, there was so much going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the timing of it is everything, too. I remember everyone just being so engaged with the show and you guys got all these extra breaks, right? So extra movies on top of it and just other things that you guys were able to do. And for some reason, it is etched in my mind, David Hasselhoff going to like 
the wall <laughs> over yeah. Germany. I'm like, well, this is insane. This is so awesome. He performed as they took down the Berlin Wall. That is so like, crazy that's so to me. Huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's epic. It's so awesome. I mean, I'm on such a smaller scale compared to you, but when people reach out and say, hey, do you want to do this or do you want to come represent this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Just some of the opportunities that you get, you just don't realize some that will be coming your way. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of longevity from it for sure. But I also kind of feel like in a weird way, for me at least, it's sort of changed my career and not necessarily in the most positive way. I, um, I did a lot. I did a lot of work. I was acting since I was five years old. And it's like as soon as I was attached to Baywatch, everything sort of changed. The roles that were being offered changed. It just wasn't things changed and not not for the better, in my opinion, in my career. Well, it's interesting because I remember the Charles in Charge, who's the boss. I mean, I I remember those. Right. And then switching over to that you know, to having to be in the swimsuit and being this sex icon, I wondered if it kind of was like, no, 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 we really want to pigeonhole her into this. Because I would have to think that you would not want that to be pigeonholed in one area. Yeah, I really didn't. And it's like I, before I started the show, I cut all my hair off. I was like, I'm going to go for like the athletic kind of thing. And, you know, the producers were super mad at me. They were really mad. They were like, no, that's not what we're going for. And I, you know, I, because for me, lifeguards are heroes. And these are women that are, you know, getting paid the same as men and having the same job as men. And like, they were, there's such a good side to it. And so I really kind of was trying to go for that. But producers had uh, a different naive Nicole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. I was just talking to my producer about it. I said, when you kind of get into this world, entertainment in general, you have like these rose colored glasses on and then you realize, oh, wait, hold on. That's their objective. That's not necessarily my objective. And you kind of get pushed into one direction. You're like, oh, that's what they're that's the way they're going with this. Um, I don't know if that's really what I was hoping for. But at the end of the day, it's like 100 percent. They're the boss. With the whole TikTok in the beginning, it was I can't believe she's 47. You're single. All the guys were in my DMs. And it was mainly like 80 percent male. Right. Following. And I, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Like the dick pics, the nasty DMs, like all that stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So how did you handle that? Uh, well, you know what? There wasn't social media then. So, um, I mean, I had it happen in real life. Like, I, I've had guys tell me they're real life, Peter. So it's like, oh my God. whoa. <laughs> they just so walked I'm up to you? I'm not sure which is worse. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, it's sort of like, okay, I got to avoid all the, you know, the DMs, but I had to see it, you know, up close and personal. So it's like, oh my I, I'm not sure. But, yeah, there's some really charming people out there. <laughs> I, I got to say, I'm a little nervous that that will happen like in real time. Cause like my personality, I'd probably point and laugh and then that would just be like really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually that's the best response you could have. I suppose. I had no idea. Like when you date people, you know, you date some creeps, right? And you're like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. but then as you get into the social media world more and more and people are very bold behind the screen, right? I wondered, yeah. like, if this is what I'm getting on my smaller scale, when the hell did she, <laughs> when the hell did these girls get on this? <laughs> you, know 
<laughs> Quite honestly, you know, you can change your um, your settings in your your messages. So, like, unless I'm actually like really friends with you, I don't ever see the messages, and I sort of keep it that way. I'm like, that's nice. You know what? It goes into like another mailbox, and it's because you know, yeah, there's so many guys, and they're like strange cats out there, and they're like, <laughs> let me marry me. Will you? Can we date? I'm thinking this is killing my self esteem. This is not helping. <laughs> I think we had the same men in our DMs, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Huh, so I have to ask. To another mailbox. Are you single? I am single. Okay. So Singles that means will come. we have to go out. Wait, you're a mom too, right? I am. Yeah, I have two girls. Oh, how um, old? What, my oldest is 24 and my youngest is 11. No way. Yeah. You have a 24-year-old? How did age, I yeah. not know that? I do. I have a, a full-grown, beautiful young lady. Aww. I guess in my head you're still 19. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not. I think we all are, even in my head, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes well, I, I have to remind myself. I'm like, you're not 19. You're 51. Or 50. I'll be 51 soon. You're 50 years old. Get it together. <laughs> now, correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong. Were, were you engaged to someone at some point? I mean, I've had I've had a few proposals in my life. Okay. Um, I'm just not sure. Maybe marriage is for me one day. I keep saying that, but <laughs> here I am at 50, and I'm still not sure. You know, I just I, I do believe that if if somebody fits and it works, great. That I would totally be open to it. But I just haven't found that really yet, and I haven't found always. I was like, I got married when I'm in my 20s or my 30s. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with that same person. Like, I don't know that I always said, you know, when I'm 40, when I'm 50, if I meet someone and then I spend the rest of my life, that's still a long time. And that's still like great. So it never seems like feasible to me. Like it's just not going to last. It's not going to work. And I'm sure it's because I just haven't, you know, been in the, the proper relationship, but you well, know, how maybe, hard has that been being, this person that everybody knows and everyone recognizes because I'm having a little, again, I'm on such a small scale, but I'm having a little taste of that too. When guys are asking me out, it's like, what's your intention? And they make some comments and you're like, yeah, you're not in this for the right thing. So have you found yeah. that difficult? Yeah. It's just a bummer because someone will say, oh, I was such a, a, such a big fan. And I'm like, oh, that's gotta be a huge it. turn off, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That can't lead with that. You definitely can't lead with that. <laughs> I had a guy match with me on a dating app. He was like, oh, my God, Savage Mom Life, I love you. I was like, unmatch. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't oh, do it. I have not done. I've not done the dating app. I'm scared to death. I bet that guys are intimidated. Like, she's so beautiful and she's so put together. How do I approach her? So it's it's almost like this cat and mouse game of like. Who's gonna Who's gonna do it first? Who's gonna say something first? Because everyone's so intimidated on both sides. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that that has a, a big play in it. So, give us some juicy <laughs> details. Have you? Who have you dated that we might know? Oh, um, <laughs> no, a lady does not kiss and tell. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no. Yeah. What about the ones uh, that are that were kind of public? You know, there's only been a few public guys, and you know, it's just a whole other can of worms. And on one hand, it's like when somebody is also in in the industry, it's 
you, you can relate on a lot of levels because mm-hmm. you understand each other's, you know, schedule and life and all of that. And then on the other hand, it's like fails. Like it's like it's set up to fail at the same time. So it's, I no, I, I love that. that. I love that. That's why I asked you because it's, it's been very interesting for me as well, going through whatever industry you want to say that I'm in, but dating, I, I talked to someone for a few months and I was like, okay, I think they understand. But then on the flip side, you're like, oh no they're almost a thirst trappy type thing. And it's like how you handle yourself is different than how I think you should handle yourself. Like when you're with someone like dating someone. So I'm glad you said that because I really thought like maybe I'm just being too hard on that. No, there's a weird, no, there's like a weird element to it. I'm glad you said, (laughs) I'm definitely glad that you said that. There's just a weird element to dating in 2023 in general. So I was like, I don't have any answers. I just told, I told one of my friends the other day, I said, the longer I'm single, this is the longest I've been single. And I said, the longer I'm single, the more I'm like, do I really want someone to move into my house? Do, do I really want to share that closet? Do I really want to change like everything up? I mean, that's a big deal. It's like all of a sudden, also, you have to consider somebody else in your scheduling and like your decisions. And I'm so used to just being the shot caller. You know what I mean? And it, everything just kind <laughs> yes. of. Especially being a single mom. I like it. Yeah, yeah. you got all that scheduled together and you're just like, please don't throw off my groove. Like we're in a groove right now. I don't want anyone disrupting it. And so I'm kind of at that place where it's like it would really have to just like work and we'd complement each other's life in some way. Otherwise, I watch a lot of relationships. It looks like a lot of work. (laughs) It looks like (laughs) a lot of extra work that I don't know if I have the energy for. But um, my producer's eyes are big. (laughs) He's like, yes. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's work. <laughs> well, it's, like I said, especially when you're a single parent, you you know, your time is consumed with not just your own job, but also your child and any activities that they do. And you're kind of like, I don't yeah, there's like up. not enough time in the day. It's, it's crazy. Okay. I want to talk about, I didn't tell you this, but I thought it was so funny. So Friday night, I turn on my TV and randomly TV pops on and your face is on the screen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What was it? It was Holiday Switch. Oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just so funny to me. I was like, get the hell out of here. Look who's literally on my screen. I think I took a picture and sent it to Shannon, and she was laughing. And I was like, well, I'm vested. I've got to watch this whole thing. So (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. I liked it. I was hooked. I had to go pick up my food order, and I was kind of mad because I didn't want to, like, miss anything. I mean, I was hooked. I wanted to know how it ended because I thought you were going to end up with the other guy. And I was like, oh, no, she's not going to get back to her main husband. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to get back to that dryer. I I think I was telling, was I telling you that, John? Yes. I think I was telling my producer, I was like, this is how she went to the other world through a, like, 1970s dryer. He's, like, looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Back to the future, but with a dryer. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no. Back to the future for housewives. Yeah. (laughs) I liked it. So what was your favorite project? Wow. I mean, I have so many different ones for so many different reasons. Like um, when I was younger, I did a a movie called Planet of the Cave Bear where I played Daryl Hannah younger. And um, Michael Chapman directed it. And we spent months and months and months in Canada in the coolest locations, like taking helicopters places to get to work in the morning, like being on glaciers, like just amazing, amazing stuff. 
So that was like a life-changing experience, you know, and not just because of the project, but just the whole, you know, the whole process of the project was just amazing. And then other things like, um, you know, I love doing sitcoms because I love the energy of having a live audience there and it being lighthearted and comedy. I really like doing comedy. So many different reasons. Some And some of the worst projects I've ever done were the most fun on set because you meet, you know, amazing people. So I, I, I've kind of really loved almost every project I've ever done for a different reason, if that makes any sense. If you could pick something that you would want to do, like a movie or comedy, anything, what would your next big project be? I think I would like to uh, do a show, like a, a filmed TV show, like a series. So I think that the scheduling of it is great. So much more structured than, say, like movies when you're gone for so long. And um, at least you know, like, kind of where you're at and where your life's going to be. It's a little bit more stable. And I just really haven't done a lot of, um, and not in my adult years, I haven't done a lot of, like, film TV shows. So that, to me, would be really fun. That sounds pretty it's cool. It's like little, little mini movies, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's something really fun about that. I feel like there's, like, some gears are, like, switching, I guess. Because I'm now into, on Disney, they have a four, like, no, maybe it's five right now on the Santa Claus. <laughs> I know that sounds really funny. But I'm finding that I really like... I watched a movie and now they're doing all these little mini series on them. Uh I'm hooked on those types of things right now. I know. I love those too. Like a limited series. Yeah. I'm just surprised. There's there's so many options out there with all the different streaming services that it's like, and I watch everything. I love like the trashiest reality TV to like, you know, Handmaid to White Lotus. Like I love, I love Yellowstone watching that. Um, I've never seen an episode. you haven't? No. Oh, I didn't think it was something I was going to be into, um, but I got hooked. What was the other? That I one? And, up. Uh, is it Game of Thrones? That was a big one. I've, I've never, never watched s- that. I've never seen I've never seen an episode of that either. <laughs> okay, I think we're the you. only people in the world. I feel normal. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, you and I have to hang out like in real life because <laughs> a, I lot got, a lot similarity. of similarities here. <laughs> yes. All right. So upcoming projects for you. Oh, I'm currently producing on... Um, uh, we're doing a Baywatch documentary, actually. And Ooh. so it'll be like a limited series. Yes. Hopefully in the summer it'll be done. Been working on it for a few years now. It's COVID kind of slowed the process down. But documentaries take forever. It's been such a learning process. They just take so long. But it's turning out really great. It's really beautiful. It's really heartwarming. And it's just a totally different take on Baywatch and the actors and the stories and it's not going to be like anything you've seen. It's not going to be all the stock, you know, typical photos that they put out and all the same, you know, five strange questions every interviewer asks. So it's like, it's just a totally different take. It's something that's just really never been done before on the show. They always kind of do like expose and behind the scenes and they want all the drama. And it's just not that at all. It's really fun. That's right up my alley. That's something I would definitely watch. Okay. Yeah, super fun, and you get to know everybody a little bit differently. So I was going to say, is everyone in it, or have you just handpicked a few people? Yes. Wow. We um we we did sort of handpick some people, but everybody we asked did it. Except Pam. Pam is not, unfortunately. But you know, there's a lot of footage of her that we can use, anyways, and incorporate her. But um, she's the only one that didn't do a sit down interview with us. Are you still friends with? Like the original cast? Like, have you guys all kept in touch? 
Yeah. And I mean, this has been, you know, getting to know them again, uh, you know, all these years later on a different level and reaching out and and saying, hey, want to come do this project. So it's been like a reunion, too. It's been really, really fun and see what everybody's their life has been like. Well, essentially, you guys a long time. I mean, it's been like 30 years. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That I didn't even think about it that way. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that was back in the, you know. And I just don't think of like yeah, the actual in the 90s, time. which is no longer just 10 years ago. Yeah, that is <laughs> 30 years ago. My son was putting in, he said, what's your birth date? And I said, you know, March 31st, 1975. And he kind of looked at me. I'm like, if you make one comment. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But my, uh, a friend of mine told me that my daughter, my youngest daughter, a couple of years ago, they were talking and someone was saying something about age. And she was like, my mom was born in the 1900s. Oh, no. <laughs> like 1900. Yeah, I was, but 1972. But yeah, it's so funny. My mom was born in the 1900s. That's so, because you oh, can't wow. really say anything either, right? You're not. <laughs> no, because yeah, you're right. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of kids. Yeah. My son has talked to me for a while about wanting to do social media, and I have just said no. I let him in on a few videos here or there, but I've said no. How about you? Do you let your children, would you want your children to follow your footsteps? I want them to do what they want to do, you know, what makes them happy. Mm-hmm. And if that's what it turned out to be, then great. But they would have to do that when, they are, when they're an adult. And uh, my oldest is not. She's not like that at all. She's She's into photography and behind the scenes and she's into, she works in fashion and totally different, also creative, but just different, doesn't want to be in the spotlight like that at all. That's awesome. Yeah. And then my youngest is just really athletic. What sports does she play? So she does competitive cheer, but her favorite thing is she loves tumbling, like constantly flipping. Like, I'm like, the couch is not a trampoline, you know, (laughs) like. You but, are going to decapitate yourself on the ceiling fan. Like, stop it. She can't help herself. So she's into that. And I, the social media, the little, my youngest one is not on it. And when she does do anything like with her friends, she wears a mask. She covers her face. Oh, that's smart. So, that's smart. But, People you know, recognize just, my son out. that pressure. Right. You what, say that again? Oh, sorry. People will recognize my son out, and that's when I pull back because I don't do a ton of videos with him. And he's like, "Well, I, I want to be a gamer," and he's apparently really, really good. But I have just uh-huh. been so reluctant with all of it because of the things that I have learned. So I'm like, "You're not ready for that." Like your little, I want you to go out and play tag. I want you to go run around with your friends. I don't yeah. want you to have the stressors of how many likes that you get or comments that are made. And I think Mama Bear would come out, right, when someone yes. said something negative. 100%. Like, I show my daughter's face. I'll show my daughters, both of them, their faces on my social media, but I'm in control of that. Right. You know, and I get the likes and the DMs, and I get all the messages. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. That's the last thing they need to be thinking about is who watched my video or who, you know, liked my pictures. Like, I think it's so horrible. I have to agree. I know that's my industry. I don't want his little brain to think that these random strangers should determine who he is and how he turns out as a person. I just don't want that for him. Yeah. And and you can't be, you can't even use it as like a validation either because some people get famous from it and some people don't, but it doesn't mean that one person is more 
um, talented or gifted or anything like that than the other one. It's just that it didn't get, you know, the acknowledgement. So it's like you don't also don't want them to think that they're not good enough for it. Because, uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you're, whole horrible you're thing. spot on. I was just kind of curious, you know, what what your children did. But I, I've learned so many things <laughs> and met creators that I'm like, oh, they are so awesome. And then I meet them in real life and I'm like, you are the biggest douchebag I've ever met. So it's so funny to me that it's like, that's why I just want to be who I am. And at 10 years old, he would try to be who he is. And the minute someone would say, well, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. He is not strong enough as a 10 year old to step up and be like, F off. This is who I am. So I've just kind of kept him like you. I've just kept him on my page little bits here or there. And I keep control over all of it. But I keep talking about what I've learned. What are some of the things that you have learned like just being in the business and some maybe some advice you can give well well i think it kind of goes for us adults it's the same as the 10 year olds it's like you can't compare this whole like comparing yourself i have to remind myself of these things too it's just it's this constant exercise of reminding yourself that everybody's different you're not comparing yourself and like for me what's been hard is like when they take a picture of me and then put it side by side with one when I'm like in a bikini at 19 and you're like, you know, you can't even compare yourself to your old self. Right. Like this, this, this is not real. This is not life. Like, or actually it is real and it is life, but it's like, it's not a bad thing. Like aging is just not a bad thing. It's an amazing thing. And you can't let people like make you feel like it is a bad thing. And I think luckily a lot of people are becoming more and more aware of that. And I we're seeing a lot less of like age shaming, weight shaming, you know, all of that stuff. It's just this constant reminding yourself that you're, you are good enough. You are enough. You're meant to be happy, you know, cause it can really get you life is just hard, right? No matter what industry right. you're in, no matter what you do, you don't have to be wearing the latest, greatest. You don't have to have all the, you know, latest devices and you don't have to look like, you know, an emoji, it's just... <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I'm stealing that, Nicole. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think you're better off when you're more natural because you look different now because I, uh, all these yes. young women that do all this surgery and they all look the same. Yep. And you're like, this is strange. And I'm no shit. I mean, listen, if that's what they love, go ahead. But on the flip side... I have people reach out to me all the time and they say, we love you because you're authentic. We love you because you don't have everything on you fake. We love you because you'll do a video with messy hair and zero makeup. And I mean, literally my makeup consists of mascara. (laughs) I don't even know how to put makeup on. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) But you have these women that if that's fine, that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. But so many women are like, yeah, but they, they don't have any wrinkles. And I'm like, yeah, but there's Botox. Like, I don't do, I don't do that. So you're going to see wrinkles on me. And I think that's where it resonates with people is they're like, okay, well, you're authentic. You're like me. You're like the girl next door that is not going and choosing the emoji, <laughs> the emoji face. Like yeah, not at all. I, I think I would look so ridiculous anyways. With the young girls too, that they, I don't know if they realize because they are young, that they've all kind of morphed into the same look, the same person, the same nose and the same lips and the same butt. And then you're sitting there going, um, I wonder if they realize they're taking away their, you know, their identity. They're like, yeah, they're they're taking away from it, which is upsetting to see like, you know, as an adult, but 
Okay, so there's a part called Savage 7, and it's uh-huh. seven questions that I ask, and you can have one skip. Okay. So it's kind of a rapid fire. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, what am I okay. going to do? So it's a rapid fire, but feel free to skip one, and you can okay. – I'm going to go quick, but you can take your time answering the question how you want to answer it. All right. What show do you wish you had never been a part of? <clears throat> I guess a movie called Blown Away. Okay, we're going to have to look that up. Googling it now. My producer's like, we're Googling it right now. (laughs) And I only say that because I don't want my kids to see it. (laughs) (laughs) John's definitely Googling it right now. Yeah, it's one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so intrigued now. Okay, (laughs) number two. Something that you have hidden from your parents. Well, um, I tried for a long time to hide tattoos from my parents. Oh, I'm surprised you have um, them since you have a commitment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> since I, yeah, I'm such a commitment, folks. Well, you know what? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever do it again. If I could go back, I would never get a tattoo. Um, so I, I would, like, wear, pull up my socks all the time and, like, just do weird shit to hide that from my parents. My parents um, aren't aren't here anymore so um now there's probably lots of stuff but um while they were living um it was tattoos okay number three hookups have you kept any hookup secret from the world from the world or from um like my my little world both from the the like from like pr world yeah probably but not like in my own Personal, I would have to tell somebody. I would have to tell my friends something about. I couldn't. <laughs> we're the same. <laughs> I'd have to talk about it. Yeah, no. Oh, we're the same <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Who is your current celebrity crush? Um, Kevin Costner. Oh. John likes that. Yep. I do like He yes. is a hottie. Yes. Okay, I agree with that one. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Good looking dude, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yep. most embarrassing moment. Um, I, I, I'm not, I don't really get that embarrassed. Um, uh, a boob job. Oh. Getting a boob job for having it, for getting it. That's embarrassing. Yes. Okay, a person that you regret dating. Oh, um, okay. You won't know who they are. Okay. Google is our friend. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get their oh, social security that's number? That's the one I'll skip. <laughs> okay, that's the one <laughs> we're going to skip. That'll be the skip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's any profession out there, what profession do you hope your children do not go into? Porn? Okay. I mean, that'd probably be my mine. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so this is your last one because you skipped the other one. If you okay. had to marry someone today, who would it be? Kevin Costner. <laughs> She's like, I'm sticking with the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 
Well, we've had a great time. I know we probably kept you longer than than we said, but seriously, it's like talking to a girlfriend now. I feel like we're besties and we could hang out. Yeah, and- so good to meet you. I'm so yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad I got to meet you and talk to you guys. Same, and I can't wait for the documentary. We'll have to have you back on so we can kind of hype it up a bit more for you and maybe do some videos for you to get the word out. Okay, for sure. Awesome. I love it. So thanks again, and I guess that's a wrap for us. We're out of here. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.